This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Hi, welcome to the Finding Holy Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Hales, and here at the Finding Holy Podcast, we want to help you connect the dots between the things that really matter and your everyday holy life. So this is a podcast for you if you long for a life that feels spacious, but you're stuck with dishes and laundry and a to-do list a mile long. This is a podcast for you if you long to integrate what you know with who you are and how you live. And this is a podcast for you if you need a gentle invitation into the ways of Jesus right in the middle of your actual life. So join me along with authors, pastors, artists, and activists to hear they connect the big things of life into the ordinary habits of their days. And to help you on your journey, you'll get one small step at the end of each episode to take with you into your week. You'll also get to hear my guests' laundry routines because big things matter, but so does the laundry. Here's a bit more about my guest today. Leslie Leland Fields is the multi-award winning author and editor of 12 books. Her newest is Your Story Matters, Finding, Writing, and Living the Truth of Your Life, which includes an eight-part Right Now Media DVD series filmed with Anne Voskamp. Her other books include Crossing the Waters, Following Jesus Through the Storms, the Fish, The Doubt, and The Seas, which won Christianity Today's 2017 Book Award in Christian Living and is also available as a DVD video series and The Wonder Years, 40 Women Over 40 on Aging, Faith, Beauty, and Strength. You will love this conversation with Leslie. She is so much fun, and we talk about why your story matters right now, right in the middle of a global pandemic, and what you can do about it. Stay tuned as well, because I have a special little offer for you in the middle of our episode. Well, friends, it's really exciting for me to welcome to the Finding Holy podcast, Leslie Leland Fields. She's the recent author of Your Story Matters, Finding, Writing, and Living the Truth of Your Life. So thank you for joining me, Leslie. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here, Ashley. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so fun. So Leslie is up in Alaska. And so would you tell us maybe your book is all about writing your story. And so how has your place and your story kind of connected for you? I would love to hear, maybe what does it look like? What is your average, I don't know if you have an average day um, up in Alaska, but what does that look like for you? And how does that connect with you wanting to, uh, needing to write your own story? Yeah, well, my story um, is very much set in place. Uh, um, I mean, I, we all have a childhood, you know, I grew up on the East Coast in New Hampshire, but um, I moved to Alaska, my life turned upside down, and moved to Alaska um, when I was 20, uh, when I married my husband and moved to Kodiak Island. So I'm, I'm still in Kodiak 42 years later. Yeah. And I'm sitting here um, over the ocean, our house sits on a cliff over the ocean. And out my window, I walk Watch the um, the sea otters and the sea lions. Some sea lions just um, swam by last night, um, chasing herring. And 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 they, you know, they come up out of the water with uh, fresh herring in their mouth. You know, yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's cool. Um, 
And then in the summer, I live out on an island off of Kodiak Island. It's very remote. It's just a wilderness island. My family are the only ones who live there, and we commercial fish there. So I am, my life is surrounded by water and by um, wild creatures. And, um, and it does, um, it, it does infect and infuse mm-hmm. um, my writing, I think. I hope that it brings just that sense of, of space and beauty. I hope that my writing reflects mm-hmm. um, both, both words and silence and a sense of beauty. And I'm always calling people to be attentive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to wherever they are, whether they're in the suburbs yeah. or, <laughs> or whether they're on an island in Alaska. It really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. There's so much to mm-hmm. attend to. So There's so many ways that God is is communicating with us yeah. if we if we just um, stay open to it. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. And your your space particularly has really met a lot of people. You lead um, a writing workshop, which I think some of your book kind of comes out of some of that material. I'm sure that you've developed at the Harvester Island workshop. So, would you tell us a little bit about that and how? you know, that place and then opening space for people and how those two things fit together in your own story. And then we'll talk about some of those themes from your book. Yeah. And that's, um, so I started about eight or nine years ago, I started the Harvester Island Writers Workshop and it was really, it was a huge step of faith, but at the same time, it felt like this must happen because my life before that was divided into two mm. very distinct realms. One is the public realm where I am out of Alaska, flying around, speaking, you know, on stages with microphones, like very public and, and teaching workshops and speaking in churches and all of that. And then for four months of my life, I'm away on this secluded remote yeah. wilderness island where I do a lot of my writing because life slows down out there. Yeah. So I've a lot of my books, the bulk of them has been written out there. But so you have this huge, you know, public, you know, very public and then very private, like it just, they could not be more extreme (laughs) on both ends. And, and so one day it was a Labor Day weekend and my husband and I were out there, we're out there to, to, to do our subsistence fishing. And it just like the Lord just gave me this, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not really I, it just this image. I was almost said vision, but no, it was an image. Yeah. <laughs> uh, th- this image of opening our island up, which had always been a very private place, mm-hmm. to writers because it had been such a fruitful place for me to write. Mm-hmm. And I realized I I'm ready to share this island and this place with others. And um, so it's been, this will be the ninth year and I've had Philip Yancey and Lucy Shaw and Jeannie Murray Walker and just a whole string of amazing writers and and amazing um, student writers, you know, uh, people come, usually it's 20 to 25 people and just that that environment of being kind of in God's lap and watching Mm -hmm. whales every day and 
sea lions and bald eagles are flying overhead and just this incredible silence except for the the sound of the ocean and mm. fishing boats going by and people find space there mm -hmm. they find um time to reconnect with god and and then we um you know we come together we're just bonded together in incredible ways so i think writing comes out of both that silence mm. and space and yet also that community that intense community mm. of fellow word language loving people mm -hmm. we just we just feed one another mm. well it's on my bucket list one of these years i'm gonna head on up to alaska and we'll hang out that'll be great <laughs> oh yes there's an open door please okay. please yes. come <laughs> but tell us a little bit about um why this book right now why your story matters um obviously you've written lots of books you've you've worked with writers individually in classrooms you know over countless countries so what is it about this story right now in some ways you could think about this book coming much later or even much earlier in your own writing career so yeah tell us about this moment in time and maybe even now that we're in kind of this pandemic why is your story matters particularly important now and Ashley your question is so good because I I never thought that I would write a writing book. Right. I never did. Or if I did, it would be when I was like 80 right. or 85 and right. so wise. <laughs> 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 yeah. And okay, I'm, I'm, I'm 20 years shy of that. Yeah. But um, it, um, it, it all happened and it was it just kind of a, a really interesting sequence of events. But I can all through the sequence of events, I see God's, God's handprints and God's timing on it. Um, I've been teaching writing workshops now for, I'm, I'll say about 20 years. And I am always amazed what happens when people um, come together or even, even sitting alone in their room. It, mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it really kind of doesn't matter and start looking into their lives and writing deeply and honestly. And, and, and once they're given tools to be able to do that, mm. to write freely and honestly into their lives, into their past, into, into joys, into pain, mm -hmm. um, what, what happens? There's this absolute transformation that happens and i i really see it and experience it and i know many others have experienced it as well as kind of a form of wrestling god mm -hmm. um of bringing our questions to god we we often think of writing as simply recording what we mm -hmm. already know mm -hmm. but those of us who've been writing for a while realize that writing is really a way of asking a lot of questions mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and writing into all that we don't know mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's what i'm most interested is writing toward what i don't yet know mm -hmm. and what i don't yet understand and so giving people some writing tools to be able to do that has led to so much um, life transformation that I, I just wanted to bring this to a larger, on a larger platform. And in God's timing, here it is now yeah. in the midst of this pandemic when people's lives are um, upended and disordered. And for some people, this is not a good time to write. For other people, this is the perfect time to write. Mm -hmm. So I'm just completely trusting in God's timing for this. Yeah, and yeah. the response has been just phenomenal. Oh, it's so great. It's so good to hear. Tell us um, maybe one or two of those tools that you offer to people in the book. 
Yeah. Um, one of them, I think uh, a real key is something, and I didn't make this up by any means. It's called, you know, if you, if you look at any writing book, they'll teach you about free writing. But I've changed, I, I'm calling it word seeking because um, for a couple of reasons. One is, I, just, to, just to get a little theology in here, that um, Jesus is the Logos, the Word. And, and so, I think we are actively, we are writing, mm-hmm. seeking Him. We are seeking the Word. And we're writing, um, and Jesus um, promises us that if we ask, seek, and knock, that he will respond. Mm -hmm. And so, this is writing that is slanted toward, that is tilted toward Jesus, the Logos, the Word, that is writing to ask and to seek and to knock. And so, we're writing very quickly. We're writing rapidly. We're not stopping to edit or stop or censor or think. And this is a way of writing into, I think, writing into the, the deep spiritual places um, mm. in, in our heart. It's to write kind of into our subconscious, um, into our soul. And that kind of exercise, and it's hard, Ashley, you've probably done it. Mm -hmm. It's hard because we always have our editor sitting on our shoulder, and it doesn't matter whether you're a writer or not, right? That Mm -hmm. editor is your, you know, Mrs. Lynchpin from fourth grade grammar class, (laughs) who is there ready to shut you down. Like, oh, no, that's a comma splice. Oh, that's a dangling modifier. Oh, no, that's not a complete sentence. (laughs) And so we write down, we try to write down one sentence and we feel like, ah, this has got to be the perfect sentence. And so we can spend 30 minutes on that one sentence. And so word seeking is a way of just, first of all, I give a topic, you know, I give, I give a writing prompt. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite writing prompts, one of the most fruitful writing prompts that I've devised and used in my own life is, is this, here it is, for once, I want to tell the truth about, mm. and then fill in the blank, about the day my father left, about the day I had the accident, about my marriage, about whatever, whatever mm. it is. And you start with that prompt mm. and you word seek into it and you just write and write and write for 10 minutes if you can, set a timer, mm-hmm. 15 minutes if you can, but just to have that kind of focus and you're not thinking about grammar or any of those things that matter. You're really just pursuing thought, idea. And and that that's wrestling God. And yeah. we are wrestling the word, the logos. And it never fails that there will be a new thought, a new insight, a new idea, a new a, a new understanding. Um, comes. And and I think, again, that is God answering that Mm -hmm. asking, seeking, and knocking. Mm. That's so, that's so great. And yet, you know, super scary, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm working on a book project now and you're like, I'm like, this is so different from the first one. Am I doing it? Okay. And yeah, just be like, okay, go away, you know? Yeah. Because we want to be in control and we think that the best way to produce good art or good writing or whatever is to completely be in control. And we want, and control is good, but it's 
not good in the creative phase and the mm -hmm. remembering phase and mm -hmm. the exploring and discovering phase. Mm -hmm. So we separate those phases mm -hmm. of creativity. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the huge, that's one of the biggest burdens that really ends up freeing people. We will be right back with the rest of my interview with Leslie as we talk about why finding and writing your story is important. You don't have to be a writer or even that creative. It is something that helps us. And I wanted to give you a special offer just for Finding Holy listeners. If you need someone to walk alongside you as you write and think and work through your own story, I am partnering with Faithful Counseling. They're a group of counselors who are board certified, and are biblically based and they can help walk beside you especially if you're finding during this COVID-19 pandemic shelter in place season that you just need a little bit of help working through some issues as all of these issues are likely to come up so all you need to do is head on over to getfaithful.com slash finding holy that's getfaithful.com slash finding holy and you'll get a discount on your first counseling session online I hope you'll take advantage of that so stay tuned we'll be back in just a moment This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So, whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, BOW offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. Thanks, guys. Here is the rest of my conversation with Leslie. Tell us a bit, you know, maybe in your own life, how has writing been part of that, that plumb line for you? Um, to re, you know, rediscover the truth of who God is and who you are? Like, how has that kind of integrated yourself? Yeah, yeah. And, and so one of the things that this book does, it tells the story of story mm -hmm. in my life and yeah. the ways that writing has changed my life and, spe and writing specifically writing memoir, mm -hmm. writing into my life directly. And, and it tells the story too, like I never wanted to write memoir. That was right. the last thing I ever wanted to do because it feels so dangerous. It feels so risky. Like, mm -hmm. how can I tell the truth about mm -hmm. my life? You know, my life right now was really hard. Um, so I had to kind of be lured into it. And once I was, um, it, absolutely changed me. It changed the way I thought about my life. It actually placed me within my life. And let me mm. give a little yeah. bit of an illustration. So the first memoir I wrote was um, 
It's called um, Surviving the Island of Grace. And it's about the first 20 years out at that remote island um, in Alaska. And when my family commercial, we're commercial fishermen, we commercial fish for salmon. And so at at 20 years old, I married this Alaskan fisherman and I moved out to this island where we had no running water. We had no, you know, nothing. We were completely cut off from the rest of the world. And, and I became a fisherman. Um, and (laughs) so, you know, (laughs) that, that was really, really hard. There's so many things about that that were hard and um, I lived that life for a long time before the Lord really, and it, and it kind of recounts this in the book, mm-hmm. how I was really con- convicted that I needed to write about this life. I need to write about it as I'm living it. And I ended up, in writing that memoir, I ended up, you know, changing my story. My story was, I'm going to say a little bit, a little bit kind of victim-y, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, some really difficult things happened. And by being able to write my story and take charge of my story and then find God in those really difficult parts mm-hmm. of my story, um, I I was no longer a victim. I mm-hmm. really became kind of um, happy survivor. And that place out there, which used to be my husband's place, not my place, I was the import, you know, <laughs> he was the Aboriginal original. <laughs> and, um, and writing into that life actually created a space for me that mm. made that place, that island, those waters mine. I felt like, yes, I can claim these waters and this island. This is mine, too. Mm. And so, it, it really did, um, it really did change my life in so many ways. Mm. What recommendations might you have for someone picking up your book or thinking, okay, I'm going to try, you know, this wrestling with God, I'm going to put on the timer, Um what kind of encouragement might you have for them to persevere or to to work through some of those painful moments that invariably come up when we we take the you know the editor off of our shoulders and we dig into some of those those harder spaces right how do we you know how do we stay in that disorientation with hope yeah 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 i think i think we just we, we recognize that God, what, what kind of God is this God? Is He a God that, um, does He desire our harm or does He desire our good? Does He desire to disorder our lives or does He desire to bring healing to our mm-hmm. lives? Mm-hmm. And he, he is a good God who desires to bring healing. And writing into our painful past offers us this um, amazing opportunity to, to reclaim that past, to understand it more deeply, with more wisdom. Healing always comes from that. I'm, I'm not going to say it's a snap of your fingers like that. Healing comes immediately, but healing comes, it may come slowly. Sometimes it does come immediately, but it does 
come mm-hmm. and all the hundreds and hundreds of writers that I've worked with and encouraged people to write into their difficult past. I have seen in everyone how there's a new there's there's a new understanding there's a new wisdom there's a new way to integrate and incorporate that memory into a fuller life um and um so i I think you know having that book in hand to help walk you through that process is is going to be enormously helpful um also um you can join a writing group there there's a dvd that is a companion to this Mm -hmm. um it's eight sessions and it's filmed out on our island and it walks you through the book it's your own writing group Mm. and so there it is. Those are your companions. It's you. It's very difficult to do this alone, mm-hmm. and, and so that's why the book is there. That's why the DVD is there. Mm-hmm. And I really encourage people to gather. Maybe it's just one other person. Maybe it's a circle of five of you. Mm-hmm. But it's incredible when people do this together, and you're not alone. God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. Your friends are with you, and everyone is there um, to uh, to just just to, to bring reclamation mm. and healing from, from that past. Mm. I love that. Um, and what would you say, you know, to, to someone who feels like, oh gosh, I'm not a writer. Like, I don't know how to write sentences at all. Like, I'm not even worried about grammar. It's like, I'm just not a writer. I'm like, I don't do that. Why, why should they give it a try? For all the same reasons I just said, you know what, half of the people who come to the workshops have never written before. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with being a writer. Mm -hmm. Everybody can write. Everybody can put words on the page. Mm -hmm. And it really is about remembering. It's about capturing your life, your one extraordinary life. And there's been no other life like it and there never will. Mm -hmm. And if you don't write your story who's who's going to write it and the thing is one of the reasons i tell people you must write your story because if you don't someone else will tell your story mm. and they're not going to get it right <laughs> they're yeah. not going to tell your story true yeah. only you can tell your story true mm. oh that's so good I love it. So yeah, I would encourage you friends, definitely pick up Leslie's book and the DVD, Your Story Matters. I think especially now um, during this COVID-19 pandemic, I think, you know, even if you can carve out a few, you know, half an hour time slots to begin to write, even just to document the days, because, you know, these might be the questions your great grandkids will ask like, oh, you lived during that pandemic in the same way that we might have asked about the depression. The depression, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. And if someone th- someone says, you know, I really don't want to write into my past, I'd say right now, yeah. write about this because you are living an incredible story. And I know it doesn't seem like it because we're all, you know, we're all locked down in our <laughs> houses, but it is, it is an incredible story. And we hope and pray it doesn't ever happen again, right. but some special things are happening. I know in your life, in your house, in your family and capture those and mm-hmm. even a few minutes a day and, and, and the book will help you, will make it so easy and so doable Mm -hmm. and joyful too i mean i've just enjoyed reading the book and just both the surprise and the joy that comes you know in our stories and it's not just you know the the pain and you know poverty or all of the things that we may have come from but it's all of those good things too the surprises that come out of the writing 
that's for sure. And that's why I keep writing because I, God keeps showing up in new ways. And there is such surprise and joy. And most, you know, these epiphanies and these revelations, they're, they're always good. You know, they're always good. They always lead me forward and, mm. and they always surprise. So that's why, you know, w- once you start writing, like you just, you get so addicted to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. Well, I think it's so, it's super hopeful. I mean, even now and to think about, okay, as all of this stuff is likely coming up when we're sheltering in place, um, people being revisited with past wounds um, or present wounds, you know, things being kind of tumbled about that writing might be a vehicle for you to look for the hope and look for the healing. And I think Leslie's book will be a really great companion to you during that process. Would you tell us as we finish up what your laundry routine is? And the reason I asked this question, Leslie, is, um, you know, I think we can talk about writing and big ideas and theology, and yet we all have to do the laundry. And so we also trust in the same way that God is present in some of the more quote quote unquote sacred moments of course he is as present in the mundane so i'd love to hear your laundry routine (laughs) okay i have to tell you i have a whole chapter in my book about laundry yeah surviving the island of grace okay because well first i have to say i have no laundry routine in this life including (laughs) none whatsoever no routine um but i have to say for 20 years i washed in a ringer washer for 20 years and i had to carry the water from the well in to to dump it in and um we didn't have enough water to actually change out the water for every load so one load of water washed 14 loads of clothes okay and so that meant meant that you had you started with the cleanest and you went down to the dirtiest so you start with towels Uh uh-huh and then at the end, you end with socks. So I just have to say, by the time we got to the socks, usually like literally three hours later, yeah, um, the, <laughs> the water, <laughs> the water was mud. Yeah, yeah. And then the socks were just like roiling in this mud bath. That's <laughs> what it looked like. So that was 20, I did it for 20 summers with babies, with, you know, wow. so, I, I have a lot of, yeah, I have a lot of memories about that. What kept you going when you had hours and hours of ringer laundry to do? How did you well, not resent it? Um, how did I not resent it? It's just, well, because if I didn't, then my children would be running around in <laughs> filthy clothes and I, c- I can't stand that. So right. there, there still is a sense of, you know, cleaning is a form of redemption. Yep. You know, you take those jeans that are covered in fish, gurry, you know, we have a very special kind of dirt <laughs> out there yeah, um, yeah. at our fish camp. Yeah. So they're either running around in fish, gurry clothes, or it's five hours, you know, in the ringer washer out on the line and then there's a whole other it's a whole other part of this about you know it rains a lot here so you'd put the clothes out on the line sometimes they'd be out for five days right it would rain but you don't you don't take the clothes in when it starts to rain you don't because they're getting a second rinse there you go they're getting (laughs) cleaner yeah (laughs) through the rain i love it oh my goodness i think you win the most interesting laundry routine question on this podcast so (laughs) 
No one's ever asked me about laundry, but man, I was ready for that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, well, thank you. It's been such a pleasure and I appreciate your time and your, your ability to bear with other people's stories too. Ashley, thank you so much. It's great to just have this time with you and yeah, and, and peace and blessing on you and your house and you. in the midst of our, of our sheltering. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for being here. It's been a delight. Friends, I hope you enjoyed that really fun conversation with Leslie Leland Field. I wanted to point you over in the show notes. If you'll click on over, you can purchase her book. She's also offering this amazing real-time writing book club. It's going to be awesome. It is awesome. So don't forget to click on over that. You can register for free and you can have Leslie lead you through some of these prompts. But before we close, I want to leave you with one small step to take into your everyday holy life. And it is this. I want you to do that exercise that Leslie told us about. You don't have, don't worry, you got to turn off the editor, set a timer for 10 minutes and simply answer the question, what I want to tell the truth about is blank and just go for it. See what happens. Maybe you put um, a prayer at the beginning of this time and a prayer at the end and ask that God would use your writing time to actually bring up things that he would like you to work on and work with, um, that you would be comforted and convicted by the Holy Spirit. And I would be honored if you would tell me how that goes. You can reach out by email. You can tag me at AA Hales on social media. But I want to know how we are connecting the dots between things that really matter and your everyday holy life. Once again, just a quick reminder, you can always head on over to the show notes for more information about where to get this great things, including that amazing deal for counseling. So it's just getfaithful.com slash finding holy. I hope you'll take advantage of it so that we have people to walk alongside us. So we have people to share our stories with us. And I thankful that I got to share a little bit in your story in your earbuds today. So remember, all these big things matter. But so does the laundry. This episode was brought to you in part by The Truce Podcast. The new season examines the connection between some evangelicals and the Republican Party with the help of world-class historians. Subscribe to Truce in your podcast app or listen at trucepodcast.com.